This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. I have been extremely lucky on my journey with this podcast to chat with some really amazing people. And new people come to the podcast every week to listen. And so what we want to do with these lessons is take the little golden nuggets, the really important pieces of each conversation and bring them back to life for you. So hopefully it can change your mind, affect the way you think, or potentially give you a solution to a problem you're facing right now. Previously, you, you, you are mastering your craft at the moment and, and obviously getting better at growing these products and brands. Um, how are you thinking about the marketing and what's changing? Yeah, I think now particular is a little bit dicey um, with the looming recession and, and spending dropping and the credit bubble. And I think I am treading carefully around you know, how much we spend in, in product development and taking risks and, and those kind of things. So I think that that's a natural contraction throughout the economy at the moment. But aside from that, like, like marketing specifically, I think uh, the, the privacy laws, I think everyone's kind of aware of now and how we didn't realize that the platform itself, Apple had so much power to, to kind of disrupt everything. I think we're going to see more and more of that, that, that you know, the, the failure to kind of move away from cookies as a tracking system is, is kind of terrifying. Um, so I think if those privacy laws keep kind of getting pushed that way, we're going to see more and more uh, negative effects. I'm hoping the Apple network and, and those kind of things provide new networks where we can start marketing efficiently again. Um, but aside from that, I think AI is, is going to be a huge game changer for, for everyone. I think, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of AI, probably over web three, to be completely honest, some of the early stage tools, you know, they're only 90% complete, I, I think, but they are just going to be an absolute game changer. Things like copy AI, um, you know, even looking at like image creation for, for e-commerce, I think it's a big one. I think email optimization, things like that, that are going to be quite easy to, you know, beat a human soon, which is exciting because where, 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 does, that, where does that leave the point of difference? It, the point of difference then becomes the brand positioning, the, the way that we use the tool, our ability to use that tool, but then also the product where there is actually IP laws that you can kind of protect. Um, so I think that, again, brings us back to product. And that's what I'm also trying to look at for how like Trend Rocket can get these large data sets and look at um, product optimization, trend timing, market opportunities for certain trends and um, use AI to, to help help with that as well. I think that that'd be cool. That's a really interesting point. Um and I'm, I'm interested in it and I want to kind of pull on the string a little bit. Um, you mentioned that the like basically the way you differentiate is going to be in your positioning and more just overall in the creative side because like from and, – and it makes sense to me now with what you're saying is like AI is just going to maximize output, you know, in a lot of different spaces but what – where you're really going to be able to differentiate is say in the creative. So as an example um, – uh, you know, uh, copy AI or Jasper AI or, or one of these things who write copy for you, like, yeah, they will write the copy for you and they will, you know, you might be able to write the copy in a tenth of the time, but the creative element to it is still going to be the thing that gets you competitive advantage. Yeah, the inputs 
the prompts to those those platforms is where the value is going to lie and i think those prompts will get complicated over time um but then once they get plugged into the actual feedback mechanism where the the response so let's say let's say you develop a tool and i invested in someone that was was going to do this and there was a few complications of why they decided to end up pivoting but let's say you create a facebook ad and the it it runs uh, on Facebook and then you get the results for it and then it optimizes the ad. So it changes the opening frame, changes the first text and then runs it again. It's when you get that closed loop of, you know, the feedback and then the results and then the alteration is going to be where the creativity, there is no need for creativity um, as a whole. So then I think the challenges will probably more come down to, the creativity around distribution and ability to manage operations and just general business practice. So maybe marketing gets commoditized in in many, many ways. Um, and I think that that isn't necessarily a bad thing um, because I think it, I think it will bring, uh, it will make people spend more. It'll, it'll make more successful businesses, more innovation will come out of product, like living uh, product prices will drop as well. So um, standard of living will become better. So, um, but again, you know, these are these are things that are like very, very complicated subjects. When innovation happens, we generally overestimate the short-term effect and then underestimate the long-term effect. And I think, you know, AI has been on like 40 years ago, like Microsoft and all of these people were like investing in in AI and stuff like that. There's, there's all these documents and all in the paper, they're talking about AI all the time uh, and saying that it's just around, around the corner, but it just looking at the recent tools in the past six months, it, it is, it does feel like it's kind of just about to um, add a, add a bit of a tipping point now, which is exciting. It's really interesting. So I'd love to get a, a before we move on, I'd love to kind of get a, an idea of how you're thinking about, say, that big macro picture. Like you mentioned that obviously you're, you're a bigger fan of AI than Web3. Um, but one thing I picked up on there was like you, you mentioned that marketing may be commoditized, whereas you probably, if you think about, say, what was the trend, you know, over the last 10 years or, you know, let's say prior, you know, from two years ago, you know, backward, it was it would have been very marketing centric with social media coming onto the platform. And and do you see it going away from that? Is that like how, how first of all, do you think about that? Like yeah. I'm sure you do, but. No, I, I don't really think of it. I haven't thought long and hard about this um, because I think, you know, a lot of these things are uh, like almost a, a waste of You can of get energy. caught up in You it. can yeah, get yeah, caught yeah. up in yeah. it and it takes away the, you know, I I know that, there is going to be something that disrupts my way of work and I need to be ready for that. But to be, you know, pioneers get arrows in their ass. Like I, I don't need to be the first one there. I'll just uh, just copy other successful people that kind of have made it work and I'll learn from them. And and, and I think that that's, that's appropriate for when you're not like Google and like, and Microsoft, like you can just be a smaller, every single dollar that you need, you have, you need to be very frugal in investing it and not taking stupid risks. Um, so yeah, I don't think about it too much because I think that even if I tried, I would, um, I would get it wrong. What I do, where the certainties that I kind of understand is that, that, that there will be optimization tools that can optimize creative better 
once we get that feedback loop. The other thing that I understand is the the true value is going to become the data sets. You know, things like Reddit, Facebook, they're going to be able to create the best models. So if I was going to kind of invest and build, I would be looking at where are those proprietary data sets that I can utilize and create my own tools. Um, and yeah, I'm looking into that at the moment. But aside from that, I, look, I don't really look at the macro. If, if we kind of think about it a little bit, it's people are worried about job loss that that's that's probably going to happen but there's going to be a lot of job creation and that job creation comes in areas that nobody could have predicted like nobody <laughs> yeah, could have predicted yeah. a podcast host is a, is a job, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. job person i still don't understand it but <laughs> yeah exactly like can you imagine like 20 years ago people saying that we'd be doing this it just makes no sense <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i think that that um that and as well as understanding that prices will come down significantly even you know ai driving delivering e-commerce products what happens a, a courier costs are like 10 20 of the yuri's price to deliver cost, uh, customers their product imagine when that's just done by robots and there's no human that has to do it like prices come down delivery drivers they, they don't need a, a maybe a high, as, as a high paying job this is just a, a hypothetical but because they can afford um, cheaper products that are, that are kind of getting pushed out. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of deflationary action there as well, which is exciting, but, you know, it's going to be disruptive and um, we just need to make sure that there are some levels of regulation, protection for people and, um, you know, and education around the product. Yeah, everything comes with new problems, right? Um, and I, I think, like, you definitely hit the nail on the head um, with with I mean a lot of those points, but I think the the thing that was interesting that I found with what you just said then was like uh, you can get caught up fo- you know following the macro, and I think it's a little bit of an insight into yourself. You're like, hey, operationally, like we'll be quick to move, and we will just we will we'll make that happen. And I think that's I mean it, for me it was a good insight into the way your mind thinks. Then is like I don't need to understand what's going to happen in five years time as long as when it happens. I, we are operationally sound to really act, be active on it. Yeah. I think, I think it's the type of person you are and my track record does not say that I can completely predict where human nature and consumerism is going. I'm more of like a execution person. I, I'm a creative person. There's no doubt about that, but like, I'm not, I'm not nowhere near like Steve Jobs or Chamath like, that could predict Bitcoin and Facebook before everyone was even talking about it. So, yeah, I think you need to understand who you are and and the the abilities that you have and and where you're looking. Like, what time frames are you looking? And then just work towards that. There's there's money to be made and and it's fun for depending on on where where you you know your interest lies. You know. 